What is up, team? Welcome back to another episode of the JS Training Podcast. I uh, hope you're all well. I hope everything is going all right in your world with everything that's going on at the moment. It seems that most gyms are able to kind of reopen and there is some form of normality. Um, but especially in the UK, there is that kind of seems to be an imminent threat of a second wave. So hopefully um, nothing major happens and it is kind of obviously bearable and doesn't you know, doesn't cause us another lockdown, but we'll see, and uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes over the next few months. Uh, anyway, on today's podcast, uh, I want to talk about accountability. Um, for me, this applies from being both uh, a CrossFit coach uh, and an online coach, and myself as an athlete. Uh, it's hugely important for myself in terms of the training that I'm doing uh, and the goals that I want to achieve. Uh, and it's also important that I work on instilling more accountability with my clients and athletes. Um, so yeah, we'll just take a look at kind of why it's important, what it is, uh, and how you can implement some better systems to improve your accountability, both in the gym. Primarily, we'll focus on using these in the gym environment, but there are takeaways that you can use um, outside the gym environment as well. So first of all, uh, what how do I define accountability or how is it defined? So I guess for me, um, in in terms of business, um, having come, I used to work uh, in an office job in a corporate kind of environment before. So the accountability means that someone is responsible. So when something goes wrong, someone tends to get reprimanded or potentially fired, depending on severity. Uh, if it is their responsibility, they are they're accountable for that action and its success or failure. So when I was working on projects before in in my old role, um, if you know, I was uh, in, if I was project manager and something went wrong, then regardless if it was someone below me that I was managing's fault, I was the one that had to take accountability for that one because I wasn't managing them. Whilst they were accountable to me, I was accountable for the overall project, if that kind of makes sense. Um, so in training, when you apply that, I like to think of it as looking at yourself as the responsible party most of the time. So whatever, whatever you're doing in your fitness journey, whatever you, you know, whatever you're looking to achieve, you are accountable to yourself. Um, you are responsible when things go right, when things go wrong, when things don't quite click. Um, and there are ways, obviously, all the time that you can work on fix, making improvements. You can celebrate your wins. and But in the end of the day, you are responsible for how you act, how you perform, uh, and what you do around the gym and in the gym that will benefit you better. Um, if you're not training and performing at a level that you should, then it's down to you to kind of rectify that situation, like I said, uh, and make those make make amends for yourself. Um, it doesn't come down to your family, friends, your coach uh, to fix holes in like, your mindset and how you approach things and how you apply yourself to your training days. Um, what I've how I've felt before is. It's kind of it's really easy to have these little bursts of motivation that see us train well for like three or four days. Um, obviously, the big one is everyone kind of smashes the gym through January and their New Year's resolution, but then they don't make it stick. Um, that's because that kind of burst of motivation fades quite quickly uh, in a prolonged stretch of training. Uh, even now, like I get bursts of little bits of motivation where I'll train really, really hard for a couple of days and then that kind of wanes. Uh, I'm used to that now, but it is something that you need to be aware of. Like Motivation doesn't last all the time. That's when you kind of have to build um, these increased accountability steps uh, that will help improve your discipline uh, over the long term. So we want to build these systems in that will allow you to increase your adherence to your training uh, and, of course, reach that end goal that you have in mind. Um, what I want you to do, just as a little 
thought is just think about your most recent block of training like even if it's a month or a couple of weeks is there something that you've missed out or something that you didn't feel like doing just because uh, you didn't fancy it on that certain day or something that you've missed out on completely because you just weren't motivated enough or you didn't feel like you could do it that day just have a think because I guarantee you there's something that you could have done uh, it happens to me all the time again um, so being aware of that and looking at what you can uh, change in terms of your application and um, your adherence is something that you can do. So looking at becoming more accountable will help bridge those gaps and make those missed sessions few and far between. Um, personally, just to provide context for everyone, just so you know, I am a human, I am training, I am learning. Uh, I've always found cardio sessions like ridiculously boring and just not enjoyable. Uh, I don't really, I don't enjoy running too much. Um, I'm getting better. Um, but I just don't, I've never enjoyed it as much as I have things like heavy lifting and stuff like that being inside the gym. Um, recently this has caught up with me. So like my cardio is not where it needs to be. My capacity in workouts is not where it needs to be. So obviously it is a great opportunity for me now to grow as an athlete, as a person, but I'm seeing the kind of negative effects that neglecting those sessions and not making myself accountable for those sessions has had on me. Um, if I became more accountable and used these kind of tips and so on, I probably wouldn't be playing catch-up as much as I am now. It's the situation I'm in. I've got to play catch-up. I've got to do what I've got to do. But now I'm far more accountable. Uh, I feel like I'm more likely to uh, become more of a kind of cardio bunny and uh, enjoying it. Um, it does take time to become more accountable. So like I say, it's taken me a while to realise it and I'm not going to turn into a marathon runner overnight. But I'm taking small steps uh, each day that... I can implement and I'm already seeing slight improvements and as these little improvements add up uh, I'll get to where I want to be so just by being just by being a little bit more accountable um, so I'm gonna go over a few of the things that I found that have worked for me and let's just see if they can kind of apply with you uh, I'll talk about my experiences with them uh, and like why they why they work for me basically um, the first one for me is training partners um, I like training on my own um, I don't I, I don't mind training with other people at all. I just find that a lot of the time um, over the last few years, I've just found myself training on my own. Uh, a lot of my friends don't have the same kind of goals or training methods as me, so it's difficult to kind of drag them to the gym when they're going to be doing something completely different or they don't want to be going to the gym or so on. So uh, training partners are few and far between. Uh, I'm lucky now. Uh, I have a brilliant training partner um, who actually owns the gym I'm at. So luckily I have that kind of big push. Um, I've been working, we've been training together now for just over a month um, full time. We were doing bits and bobs together before, um, but adding that kind of competitive edge has meant the intensity of the sessions has gone up, which is what I need in terms of my uh, aerobic capacity building. I need to be able to push myself um, when I'm hurting and having that training partner there who I know is also competing against me means that I just give it that extra bit of effort, which is just going to benefit me long term. Every time I give that little bit extra, that benefits me again and I build on rather than like reining it back, taking it a bit slower than I would if I was training on my own, having that person there to push me along has massively benefited me. The issue is, um, as I mentioned, if you can't find a training partner who's got kind of the same goals um, or the same, they don't want to do the same things as you. So for example, if you're in different phases of a functional fitness season, so if you're heading into a strength phase, but your partner or could be partners heading into a competition in the next eight weeks, your training is going to look completely different. So it can be 
that whilst you can train together at the same time and push each other, you're not going to be doing the same workouts uh, as each other, so you might not get the same effect. But just by being accountable and having someone in that room with you who's just maybe making a little comment or maybe just pushing you a little bit more, that can hold you accountable to yourself uh, and to them. You don't want to, sometimes when you think you can back off a weight, you look across and they're, they're shifting that weight and thinking, nah, I've, I've, I've got to compete with them. I've got to be accountable and go for what they're going for. So little bits like that, that little bit of competitiveness is really, really good for improving that accountability to yourself uh, and just pushing the intensity as well. The second one I've got, uh, I've got logbook slash tracking. So this comes down to a little bit of personal preference, whether you actually have a written logbook um, or if you're like me, I use the True Coach app to track my workouts, uh, track weights and stuff like that. But the key here is monitoring like your progress, monitoring weights, monitoring uh, times on different uh, longer workouts, shorter workouts, and stuff like that. So having that kind of monitoring tool, whatever it may be for you, it might even be you just track key lifts um, on notes on your phone or something like that. Find something that works for you, but you need to have that kind of visual uh, input that you can see your progress, you can see where you want to go, you can see what you did six months ago, what you did two months ago. Um, that holds you accountable very much to yourself. So you can look at yourself and go, right, I need to hit X weight by the end of the year. What have I hit six months ago? Where am I now? How much have I improved on? Have I gone backwards? Um, sometimes obviously injuries come in, you can go backwards and things like that. But if you make a note of that and say that I was, I was injured here uh, over this period, you know when you go back through it that there was a reason for that drop off. but you can go back over the course of the year and see see your progress visually, and it motivates you. If you go back and you're trying to lift the um, trying to lift a weight for three reps that only a month ago you could only hit for one, it's it's a big motivation tool. It's something that you can see clear progress. You can see how quickly you've made that progress, uh, and it's just it's just something that I would highly recommend for everyone to do. Just get some form of tracking and monitoring into your training um ritual so find something that works for you if um like writing out on a notepad doesn't work i tried it before it didn't quite it just didn't work for me but true coach works for me having an app on my phone um i've always got my phone with me so i can track it if not i just fill it in when i get back home um so yeah find some form of logbook tracking monitoring tool that you can use in your training to keep track of what you're doing uh, and kind of see a roadmap of where you've come uh, and the last one the last little tool uh, tool slash uh, asset um, is for me uh, motivation and goals so like what is your motivation what is your reason to train what is your reason to train at high intensity and so on so for me personally my motivation right now as of this podcast um, I have a competition qualifiers coming up literally in a week so the last sort of four weeks of training has been heavily cardio based to try and get me ready for that um, competition style workout that I'm going to need to qualify for. The finals for that is then in December so what will happen then is my goals will change briefly to uh, another strength block before I go through the same kind of period and workouts that I am now to get ready for that competition if I do qualify so fingers crossed I do. Um, hopefully I'm pretty confident but we'll get there. <laughs> um, but yeah so that's my goals for me so that kind of that's what drives me in the morning, I'm thinking about that. When it gets tough, I literally had this thought process this, this morning going through a tough session. I was like, right, this is where the difference is made. But the, the fifth round, I didn't really want to do it. I didn't really want to push it as hard as I uh, knew I should have. 
I just thought to myself, look, that this is what I need to do. This is going to make the difference when it comes to competition time. And I'm going to thank myself when I get to that competition and I'm able to perform better uh, and at the level I want to. But this is different for everyone. So you need to think about what your goals are, what your motivation is. And when things are getting a bit difficult, maybe you're stagnating a little bit, just think about the long-term goal or motivation that you've got and use that as your driving force to keep pushing when it does get difficult. So if you want to lose weight, try and think of a, a, a more internal goal than just losing weight. So obviously losing weight, if, if you are overweight, is a great um, great reason to get into fitness. But what's the reason beyond that? So for me, I'd look at your health benefits. So I want to lose weight so that I'm at a lower risk of type 2 diabetes. I'm at a lower risk of heart disease so that I can live longer. And then you can relate that back to your family. So if you've, if you've got small kids, you can literally relate that. I want to lose weight. I want to get healthier so that I can see my kids grow up and be there for their for the majority of their adult lives that's the kind of things that you can think of when you dig deeper into your internal goals and the reasons for why you do things it's massively important that you have something that really stands out and really lights a fire in your belly to go out and train hit it hard hit it consistently uh, and do what you've got to do when you hit to the gym again this can relate outside these are solely focused on what you're doing in the gym. So yeah, finding good goals, motivation that will drive you uh, is another massive asset that I found kind of worked for me. So yeah, those are my three. Those are my three assets and uh, systems that I've implemented. And like I say, they work for me. Try them out, see if they work for you. Uh, if you have any questions, of course, just drop me a message. I'll be happy to help as much as I can. Uh, so just to recap on those. So we've got training partners, finding a good training partner or group. Uh, logbook tracking some sort of monitoring system and then like really nailing your motivation and your goals like what do you want to achieve and why you want to achieve it rather than just having a vague goal like I want to lose weight why do you want to lose weight for example um, so yeah that is it for today's podcast uh, so like I say plenty of uh, information chucked to you hope it all made sense uh, again if you have any issues any questions drop me a message on Instagram I'll be more than happy to uh, answer them uh, if you want help, like going over goals or log booking and things like that, just drop me a message again. I'll be more than happy to help. Uh, and yeah, thank you very much for listening to the latest episode. I hope you have a brilliant day and I will catch you in the next one.